you, me, and CBD. Thanks, everyone, for joining us for another episode where we learn about CBD. Welcome to You, Me, and CBD, Danelle. Hey, Richard. How are you? I am doing wonderful and uh, just think it's so great that you can always be so upbeat and cheerful. Oh, well, so can you. It's crazy. Well, it's it's the CBD, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's also the time of day, the fact that I'm done working for the day. There's a few things. We have done several episodes, right? Yes, we have. And which one are we on now? Season 2, Episode 4. Are you ready to talk about teens and CBD, Richard? Is that the one where? That's the one where we talk about teens and CBD, Richard. Great subject, and I think it'll be good. But before we dive into that, Mm -hmm. I wanted to just chat a little bit about, because on a prior episode, I remember you talking a little bit about isolates. What are isolates? I think that was Blake you were hearing. Yeah, but you were talking a little bit about the alphabet there. Sure. Well, I mean, if you talk about CBD, you can't just talk about CBD. You have to talk about the multiple uh, different types of CBs, right? So you have, and I am no authority on this. I am terrible at this. It's like the alphabet, though. So it's CBG and CBN, and those are the CBD. Those are the three I really know, um, but there's more, and they, uh, there's over 100 of them, and um, they're all prioritized with different names, and uh, they can be isolated all from, well, they all come from uh, multiple different plants. They, you can't get all of them from a plant. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, don't look at them yet because we, we have our panel, but I want to talk about CB radio. Oh, geez. Okay. (laughs) Because here we are in a day and age where we have, everyone has a cell phone. Right. And do you know what a CB radio was or what it did? 10-4, 10-4, big big trucker. Of course I do. So your knowledge of CBD, of CB radio. I didn't say mother trucker. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, we don't want to, we don't want to uh, have to. I don't want to offend all the listeners out there with my sailor voice. Uh, I better be careful. So it's interesting because growing up, my dad had a CB radio in his car, and I remember his call letters. It was KJP two one six. Oh, that's nice. And it was it was so fun. I could sit in his car and I could feel like I was talking to someone around the world. Right. 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 And even even my neighbor in the backyard had this huge um, antenna. Mm, yeah, they were our neighbor. I have a two door down neighbor who still has a huge antenna for his CBD. And his CB CB radio. radio. You're right. And so I went down into the basement and I, I said, Ray, so tell me a little bit about this radio. Uh-huh. And he would go down in the middle of the night when he couldn't sleep. Uh-huh. And he would go on his CB radio and he would talk to people all around the world. Oh my gosh, isn't that nuts? And I thought, I thought that was so cool because it was a hobby of his, but it also provides a great deal of... Um, uh, when, if for an emergency, if, if, sure. if whatever would happen where, where in nowadays you're relying on your f- telephone yep. and CB radios were a great way. And they still radio are waves are huge. Exactly. For exactly. Absolutely. So we, we heard about isolates. We know about CB. Now we know about CB radios. I'm sure all the people out there are like, what, what? Right. 
And, but, but all you young kids, you go look up that song, Convoy. Truckers. truckers that's truck. right that's right i know one one other little thing when i when i was like 10 uh-huh. i had some cb i had some walkie talkies my mom made me these little pouches and i would go around and i just had so much fun with walkie talkies and kids nowadays don't know what a walkie talkie no. is anyway they don't go find it enjoy it there you go there you go all so right other cb now we're going to talk about cbd and cbg and cbn and, and what was our topic again? Teens and CB, 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 CBs, and the teens. And we have the, the group back. We do. Uh, welcome back, Jeff Dunn, pharmacist. Hello. Doug Burgoyne, pharmacist. Hello. <laughs> that's, a, that's an old Jeff thing. That's, that's an old Jeff joke. <laughs> every, time I, every time I get a call from Jeff, it's, Hello. It makes you makes you wonder. I know. Sunday, well, it? I don't know if it's Jeff or Jason or one of the dumb brothers, but it's definitely one of them. <laughs> Did true. you say dumb brothers? I said done brothers. I should work my enunciation. And lastly, in the house, we have Blake Smith, our chemist. Hi, everyone. <laughs> oh, is that your radio voice? Can be. Oh, cool. You like that? Is that your CB? That's my CB voice. radio voice. I love it. So we're, we want to talk a little bit about, on a serious note, uh, we want to talk a little bit about teens and CBD. And uh, maybe a way to introduce that, maybe we can just have uh, Doug uh, kind of uh, explain a little bit about uh, why we're going we're gonna to devote an episode uh, to teens and CBD. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, this is a topic that we've gone back and forth on. Uh, in this podcast a little bit, if you look at how the FDA has described CBD, which is uh, poorly, I think, no offense uh, to anyone at the government, um, and research that has been done, it's all been in, done in adults. Uh, and so use in anyone less than 18 uh, has uh, not really been talked about very well. So we wanted to address it today. We're bold enough, we're strong enough, we're tough enough, and darn it, people like us enough to be able to talk about it's CBD. It's interesting you say that because it's, as pharmacists, it's the same thing with drugs. Right. When drugs like prescription medications are approved, they're 18 and above. And the pharmaceutical companies have to do other things to get the label changed to for, for less than 12, for eight, less than 18, excuse me, even though there's really no reason for it. It's kind of an art well, of arbitrary kind of number, I think. Yeah, and there's some patent stuff that goes yeah. along with that. They get an extension if they if they study it in teens, but um, and and younger kids. But you think about CBD in in teens and just the fear of and it's and it's worthwhile fear of developing minds, developing bodies. Um, how CBD is going to work with uh, an adolescent that's growing uh, that hasn't reached full maturity? Then that that's an important question for us to ask. So we should be a little bit cautious. Sure. Um, but at the same time. Most people who are talking to us about CBD in their teenage children are comparing CBD 
against some other pharmaceutical product, especially for anxiety. So it's probably important for us to talk about it. Right. And I also think maybe bringing in the uh, topic of topicals uh, with teens. Oh, yeah. So it's not just the gummies and the tinctures and the oral products that we're thinking about for anxiety-related symptoms in teenage years, which, uh, you know, it's it's a bundle of trickiness just to navigate the teen life. Right. Uh, but topicals uh, and uh, relieving aches and pains that go along with uh, sports, or we had another podcast where we talked about dance in, in uh, dance in general. And, right. and so, you know, it's probably safe to use in, in teens well, as well. Teen growth. I mean, that's when your bones are moving, right? Sure. Um, I have two teenagers in my house. Uh, they are 13 year old twins and um, they do have some anxiety, but I'm not really worried about it yet because it's not, over the top. It's just basically around spiders. So, um, you know, we're, we're okay there, but it's interesting because they do have a lot of aches and pains and they do have a lot of, um, interesting moments with growing. And I will put a topical on their, uh, legs or arms as needed. Um, and they feel better. Like usually it's at nighttime and before they go to bed and they're just struggling and just kind of put a little salve right on. on. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I have four daughters ranging from 10 to 17. And uh, just, I think, due to some genetics, they, a couple of them have migraine headaches and other things. And we use the gummies and some other things there, and it helps them a lot too. So personally, same thing. feel completely comfortable with using this in my kids. But not, I mean, it's not every day. It's as needed. In this particular situation, because it is for headaches, correct? Yeah. So <clears throat> I'm going to weigh in on my opinion. Go on for this, it. And this is my opinion. Help us. Blake is sharing his opinion. <laughs> and who is Blake? Did we introduce Blake? We did. Blake's we did. our awesome I'm chemist. just some, somebody who you pulled off the street. <laughs> Tell us what you think about teenagers and CBD. Um, here's my opinion about this, is that you always have to look at what the alternative is. So let's take an easy case. Let's take seizures, for example. If the seizures are happening and they have a propensity to cause brain damage because of how dangerous the seizures are, then obviously medication is more appropriate than the seizure. And so right. because, you know, but there are a lot of medications that have really negative side effects. And so if it comes down to doing something along the lines of CBD and Epidiolex or a combination of CBD plus CBC, and that alleviates the seizure, that is better than having the seizure itself or some very, very strong SSRI or some other, you know, um, pharmaceutical that's going to permanently change the way that somebody perceives something. So not to be a layman, but I'm a layman. SSRI is selective serotonin receptor inhibitor. It's a type of antidepressant. Okay. But it's used for anxiety and other things. Gotcha. Because yep. some people listening to this are going to go, what the? I often, when I speak, people are going to say, what is he talking about? And that's okay. That's why we have both Doug and Jeff to interpret things that I'm saying probably. But really, you know, when you, when you think about these types of things, you, you know, you have to, to measure it, right? One of the things that makes uh, cannabinoids really, really cool and effective and amazing is that your body knows what to do with them. And so in the case of most cannabinoids, you want to be careful when you're administering to children 
and teenagers because you are giving them a compound that is going to mimic a normal neurotransmitter that they're already producing. And so if you start to give them heightened amounts of those compounds, you could theoretically, there's not enough studies done, so we don't know this, but you could theoretically change the way that their body thinks about producing these normal neurotransmitters. This is one of the reasons why THC is, is dangerous for teenagers and kids because it's going to affect their way that their brain normally handles dopamine and produces dopamine as THC mimics dopamine. Other cannabinoids can do the same thing. CBD is a little bit different, however, because CBD is one of those molecules that your body does not create a exact CBD analog, meaning that it's sort of like a skeleton key that goes into a lock but doesn't turn the lock or open the door. Mm -hmm. But it fits into almost every receptor you have along the CB1 receptors, and it goes in and just, you know, helps in a whole bunch of different things. It can help tap down anxiety. It can help with um, sleep. It can help with, you know, um, anxiety. It can help with inflammation. It can help with all kinds of things, right? Um, And so CBD in teenagers is probably very, very safe. Um, CBG, removing inflammation, if the inflammation is causing damage, it is better to remove the inflammation. And so in that case, absolutely CBG is appropriate. And really topicals, I would recommend topicals for as much as I can for anyone who needs them for anything. First off, you're never going to have something go all the way through the skin to the bloodstream, then get to the liver, metabolize, go back to the area and then have an effect. That's not going to happen with a topical. This is one of the reasons why doctors don't typically like topicals is because most pharmaceutical compounds need some form of liver metabolism in order to make them effective. So um, it's not usually the most effective way of delivering medication. And so, but in the case of cannabinoids, topicals are super awesome because I don't have to get down to the bloodstream. I only have to get to the nerve. And it will start affecting the localized area very, very quickly. And because it's going right to the nerve, yeah, then I'm not getting widespread synaptic changing that's occurring. I'm just affecting that one little area where I'm putting the topical on. Oh, that's cool. That's so it doesn't travel. <laughs> it just goes to it goes a to that area place. That's nice. my that's my opinion. In however long that took. <laughs> so well said. I think I think I learned a lot there. In in. Blake, in your in your explanation as you went through this. Now, so let's just kind of wrap this up. So, how do we how do we uh, tie it all together? Consult your physician and your pharmacist if you think that you want to have your child start taking CBD on a regular basis. If you're going to use it as a replacement for other drug therapies, also consult your doctor and your pharmacist if they're having some anxiety and you just want to have them have less anxiety on a plane ride or something like that, probably still consult at least your pharmacist and farmer and chemist and talk to them about that. Thank you for listening to You, Me, and CBD. Please refer and friend or write a short review. And if you're in the Salt Lake City area, we'd welcome you to stop by our Farmer and Chemist store. Or you can always go to farmerandchemist.com.